This is the episode that Nelthane has been waiting for. This is Bombers. Welcome to our next episode of Bombers. I'm your host this week, Piddle, with me, Spiegel, bomber number one. Yeah. Bomber number five, Deg. Ugh. Bomber number three, Zibber. No. Checks out. Got the numbers right this week. Nice job. It only took you, what, 12, 13 episodes? 12, I don't know, however many. Well, you see how it worked is that we just kept giving him only one extra bomber at a time. That's true. Uh, all of us having weeks off. This is like the first time we're back together now in a month, over, maybe over a month. Three weeks. Yeah, it's been a while. I miss my friends. I don't. You I did forever. not miss any of you. Ow. Sorry. Nor did well, I. that's why you have such bad aim. Cuts deep. Or it would if you could hit me. Zipper, <laughs> would you be so kind as to give us the bombastic news for this week before we get the rest of this show going? Sure, but it's not Zipper, it's Xavier. XXX. Aber XXX. Anyways, Reaper let's get some housekeeping out of the way. <laughs> If y'all want to be able to talk with us on Discord and stuff, if y'all want to join us on the Discord channel, you can talk to us dis- about corn Discord. and trucks and beer and 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 fighting women in the mud with pigs. We're gonna yeah. start our we're gonna start our own voice chatter. It's gonna be Discord for talking about the corn. <laughs> y'all can join the description below. <laughs> well, what is this show become? I think um, it'd be more likely to be called something like a maze. Yeah, that wasn't no, mine funny. Was better. That's a that's a bit too corny <laughs> there. I get it. Oh man, <laughs> you can find more of that in other episodes and maybe in Discord if you li- go to the link below and join us. <laughs> You can also watch us on Twitch at This Is Bombers, where Dig and I usually play games. Like greasing up a pig and chasing him around the field. Yeah, that's, ring toss. that's what we call greasing up Spiegel and letting him loose. Insulting. New, now extending schedule to include Wednesday Game Club with Dig. That's not necessarily new, but it's still that, there for that some has, reason. That has been there for like four weeks, so delete that. <laughs> <laughs> You can also follow us on Twitter if you want to be notified of anything going on at This Is Bombers. We like to tell people when episodes are released, when Twitch is live, etc., etc. And if you feel like uh, messaging us, you can go to our Gmail, post us a message at thisisbombers at gmail.com. We will take questions that we can answer on the episode or fanfiction that we might read. Just depends. (laughs) We're still on the fanfiction thing? Yes. And new, never before heard of before, except for coming out of my mouth words. We have a Patreon where you can patronize us with money. Don't patronize me, Cyber. We will never do ads on this show. We have been very staunch on that since day one. But that does not mean that we won't take your money. Yes, we will have two tiers that you can give us money through. And there will be bonuses or rewards for being a part of these tiers you can be a friend of the bombers or you can be a best friend of the bombers it's it's of the show 
Get your nomenclature correct. Yeah, I just I just want to be clear that you cannot be a friend of mine unless you're paying me $10 a month. That is my new qualification. So, Piddle, I expect a check in the mail immediately. Uh, post-dated for each of the last six years that we've been best friends. Thanks. Yes, if you're interested in looking at the rewards given or giving us money, you can look at our Patreon probably in a link below. Probably. Thank you. If not... It's on the Discord. Yes, or maybe Twitch or Twitter. Probably not Gmail, that'd be weird. We'll find a way. We will get money from you, and you will be our best friend. What's next? Is that it? Yeah, we're done. I hope so. Awesome. Jeez, that was excruciating. Last week was like a tight minute. That was like, phew, podcast over. I just felt like talking. So do we, we want to been talk talking recently. real quick about the games uh, or next month's game club game of the month? Hell, it's been a month already. It's Resident Evil. It's this month now. Wow. Resident Evil. What? What which Resident, Resident Evil? Evil. Yeah, can we get uh, can we get everyone's best uh, Resident Evil voice? I'll go first. Resident Evil. Resident Evil. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Pretty good. I don't want to do this. <laughs> oh, come on. No, you have Lame. to. No, that's terrible. They're paying this us good the money for this. Resident really? Evil. That was amazing. And he didn't want to. Resident Evil. Okay, Dex was, was the worst. And uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <That was> awesome. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, Resident Evil is the uh, Game Club Game of the Month, uh, as announced last week. Um, it is the remake version of Resident Evil, so get yourself a GameCube or like any of the other 500 systems that that game came out of. Uh, came out on, I believe it also came out on Zebo. So break out your Zebos, ladies and gents, and your Game.coms and your Gizmondos, because Resident Evil Remake is coming to you right now. Maybe can I play it on my Stadia that I definitely own? No, it's not. On, it's not on Stadia yet. It will be. Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to play it on Ouya. Can I do that? Oh wow, the Ouya! I forgot about that thing. Actually, I think oh. technically you could. There is a Resident Evil remake out there. Did you know that? Remake? I don't even know what that means. Like what What does it mean to remake a big game? game? I believe some fans demade the game for the Game Boy. Oh, cool! Wow. I, I don't want to play that. I'd rather play. I, I would just rather play Resident Evil as it as it's supposed to be. Thanks. Or you could At just watch rate. Dag play on Wednesday nights. Uh, I don't know about that. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> have you guys played the original Resident Evil or the remake? I've not played any of them. Describe played. You have beaten at least one of the campaigns. Well, it's when you take nope. a bug and slam the controller into it. What? Am I the only one who's played it then? Yeah. I have loaded it up. We're the ones who are in for a treat this month, Pedal. You say that you're against voting for games that you've already played in the game club, but that's yep. I mean, that's really selfish because a lot of people haven't played these great all time games like Resident Evil Remake. I've never played it. I'm super excited. Uh I haven't been this I excited up. for a game since I mean, I would say at least Dance Dance Revolution Mario Mix. I mean, this is this is potentially a highlight of my life. One thing I will say about it is the graphics hold up. Holy shit. I did load it up once and played a little bit of the mansion, but uh, never beat it. However, I did look at a trailer of it recently, 
And yeah, the graphics do hold up. I'm not going to play it, though. It's too scary. I played all three Luigi's Mansions. Does that count? Too, yeah. Played, played Luigi's Mansion. In a way, Luigi's Mansion is, is almost scarier than Resident Evil, if you, if you really think about it. I do think about it. I think about it every night before I try to sleep. Nobody gets... <laughs> Nobody gets trapped in a painting in Resident Evil. That's like next level horror. I mean, sorry, spoilers. You know what I think about? I think about the games coming out every week. And this week's games coming out are horrifying. You haven't thought of any of these games ever. Ever. And you will never think about any of them again. This is a terrible week. Like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Like, I know that stuff is going on in the world. What is going on with the game releases lately? What, 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 what even is this year? This is terrible. I, everyone wants the I'm next-gen the consoles. They have no games. And, and the, the last-gen consoles bad. have no games. I was told by Nintendo to be very hyped for this first one. So, <laughs> Yes, yes, Nintendo told you to be hyped for Bakugan, Champions of Vestroya. Champions of what? That, Vesteria? Yeah, that's silence. <laughs> Tales of Bakugan, I, Symphonia? Bakugan. I, think, I think, did think that's what it was. Skies of Valkyrie Chronicles, Vesteria, Bakugan. Well, if you're not excited for that, how about this to whet your appetite? Dirt Five. There's five of these I, games, really. There's five. That, that was my exact thought when I read Dirt Five. I was like, they've made five. I remember Dirt One and Dirt Two. I don't. I recall, don't remember any Dirt. I don't recall Dirt Three or Four. <laughs> when did those come out? I try not to get my consoles dirty. What well, this, shocks this me is out. that this series has sold well enough to justify five games. I mean, I frequently wet my appetite with dirt, so this this seems just natural at this point. Maybe it's kind of like you know Mega Man sixty four, where they they didn't make sixty three Mega Mans. You know, they only made two dirts, and now they're just moving to dirt five. Like maybe it's like the Xbox three sixty. They wanted to make it sound like PlayStation three. So, because three is more than two, maybe it's just yeah, marketing. This Dirt Dirt Five isn't coming out for the PS Five, which is the only way I could see that making sense. Backwards compatible. Yeah, it's only been though. three years since Dirt Four. This next one coming out is a odd remaster. Why is this coming out now at the end of the console life cycles? Need for Speed Hot Pursuit remastered. It's been ten years since the original game. It's about time. <laughs> Is is that the statute of limitations? Are we just assuming that people only like play the last ten years of games and that's it? Like after ten years, nobody plays those games. Well, it's like you know all those parents that would get rid of the old consoles before buying a new one. How's uh how's GameCube Rewind going there? It's going great. Speaking of waiting ten years to replay games, I was playing Metroid Prime Two fairly recently. I may have talked about it on the podcast. So you're gonna wait ten years to play four. I'm going to wait 10 years to play Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. I'll tell you that right now. When I pick it up for $3 in a bargain bin in Walmart. Yeah, that's right. For, I shop at Walmart. Four months from now. You don't have to do 10 years from now for that. Yeah. Why would you do that when the uh, they're going to re-remaster it with ray tracing in 10 years? Are you saying that they're going to release Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered Remastered? Because once no, we get it's to just that point, re-remastered. I, th- well, I mean, what are they going to start calling them when they double remaster things? It's going to be remastered. What are they going to do when they get to Madden 25? Because they already released a Madden 25 in 2013. Because it was the 25th. What do you think Windows is going to do when it gets to 95? 
What do you think the box art for Madden is going to be in 2025? Do you think it's just going to be a box like with like a it's like a blank box with just the word Madden on it? It's just going to be a box with a picture of a football and pencil. I actually would kind of like yeah, that. Like, I, I actually kind of like that. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Like the CEO of EA is going to go to their elementary school kid and be like, "Hey, draw football." Do I get a nickel? You get nothing. Let's try to color in the lines. Well, last game coming out is a port. <laughs> Tropico 6. Or is it Tropico? I didn't it's know there was six of them. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, Tropico 6. I don't six. even know what this series is really about. It's coming Tropico to Switch. Tropico 6 is a construction, management, and political simulation game in the Tropico series developed by Olympic Entertainment. They're pretty good games, actually. Basically, you play as a dictator. It's just like one of the, it's like a city building sim kind of thing. You play as a dictator, and you know, you're on an island, and you own a banana republic. This originally came out March of last year, 2019, and it's just now being ported to the Switch. And those are all the great games coming out this week. Yippee! Hey, uh, Xbox Series X and PS5 launch next week. Maybe all the great games are being saved for then, huh? Huh? Maybe? Um, no? I mean, we did have some extra games that came out this past week that you probably didn't talk about. Well, you didn't actually listen to the podcast, so you don't know what we talked about. Call well, I know out. you didn't get to talk about uh, No More Heroes 1 and 2. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Uh, we didn't talk about No More Heroes 1 and 2. Another port coming to the Switch, uh, the notoriously difficult to find now, No More Heroes 1 and No More Heroes 2 Desperate Struggle, originally Wii games, uh, coming to the Nintendo Switch. Is it a collection, Piddle? Because I know you bought them. Or do you have to buy them separately? It's not. Okay. How I much are they? the first one for now. They are $20, 10% off this first week. That's not too bad. Nope. I mean, that was, that, was the price of, that was the price of Wii games on the Wii U. Uh, so that makes sense. Um, are they are they like upresed at all, or are they just the Wii game? They are upresed. Oh, are the controls different? Controls. I I have not tried playing with the Joy Cons. I have played with the Pro Controller, which is new. And Pro Controller simply, instead of uh like tilting the Wiimote to have high attacks or low attacks, it's just. You use X, A, or X, Y, A, B, and that covers your high and low. Standard fighting game mapping, yeah. basically. Any any stuff that was like motion controlled, like some of the wrestling moves, are instead uh, mapped to the twin sticks. So if you're supposed to like move both your hands to the right, you just yeah, both twin sticks to the right. Does the game still hold up after all? It's been like what 13 years, I think, since the first No More Heroes game. I mean, the game is still incredibly simple, but there is some sort of, there's something about it that is extremely satisfying as you play it. Like the way enemies explode into money and coins uh, after, you know, you just slice them in half is still gratifying. Uh, Pulling off the, uh, the wrestling moves is a little less satisfying not using the motion controls. So it's a shame I don't have functioning joy cons. Thank you, Nintendo, for that analog drift. Don't worry. You can buy a single Joy-Con now from them. We talked about that in the last podcast. It's now time to move on. Because yeah. Zyber has <laughs> no you, faith you, in you... us to, to cover the news of the day. <laughs> but you could, I don't know if you saw, you could just buy an entirely new Switch because they did just come out with a Fortnite limited edition 
Switch this past week. Did you see that? No. I don't want to see that. Are the kids still but into speaking Fortnite? Speaking of news, I don't know. I don't no, know. they're not. I'm not, I'm not a kid. You know, I, I'm just going to throw out a couple things about No More Heroes. It's, it's fun. <laughs> Try it. Buy it. I definitely want to, even though I have the Wii versions. I want to get Switch versions to play them instead. Load times are faster. I don't want to put up my Wii U just to play No More Heroes. Leave everything plugged in at all times, like I do. How many gigabytes of memory do, do the No More Heroes games take up on the Switch? Because I don't have any space left. I, I well, can't imagine it was a couple gigabytes. I didn't actually look at the true file size, but I don't think it's more than one or two. Oh my gosh, I can see myself buying them again. Why not? Who cares? <laughs> Mo- money is, money is all hands. made up anyway. All you have to know is the frame rate is better, and I know that's why all of you have Nintendo Switches, because of those high frame rates. It's 2.1 gigabytes oh. for the first game. It's not too bad for a no, Wii that's game. that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Reminds me of the Wii U games and how many we were able to fit on the small space just because they're so small. Yep, and the second game is three point four gigabytes. Visuals hold up really well in it because they just went with that stylized look on the main character models, and they pre-baked the lighting. So yeah, it looks pretty good. It's, stylized it's, looks always age better. It's basically just realism is what age ages poorly. Yeah. So uh, what else do we have for this episode? Well, I got some news before we go on to off of news. Taco Bell is once again killing their menu. We agreed never to talk about Taco Bell because they keep ruining the food that we love. Yes. So they got rid of Mexican pizza, which we actually don't care about. Well, that's, so that that's worth celebrating. I popped some champagne over that. But we cannot celebrate the removal of Mexican pizza with the shredded chicken quesadilla melt because they also got rid of that. So this was an item off their dollar menu, right, Zyber? So how many items are left on the Taco Bell, the sparse Taco Bell dollar menu? There are only five items now. We got the cinnamon twist, the chips and cheese, the beefy burrito, which used to be the beefy Frito burrito. Can't afford Fritos um, anymore. Fritos are too expensive. No, they can't. The cheesy bean rice burrito, which is just okay. And then the cheesy roll-up. So... So basically, it's like car like they they left all the cardboard stuff and they removed everything with actual taste from the dollar yeah. menu. And like you get, of you all get of a that... cheesy roll up, which is a freaking tortilla with cheese melted on it. I could make that yeah. right now. I could go downstairs and make that right now in my own house. And I like for once, going to Taco Bell is less convenient than making food in my home. With the freaking cheesy roll-up. Yeah, when I was talking about this with a friend Thursday, he's just like, oh, maybe I'll just buy it once so I can hate it. And I go, what, you run out of tortillas and cheese? That's playing right into Taco Bell's hands. I swear, man, these these marketing, like, oh, speaking of marketing taking advantage of people, how about Microsoft creating a refrigerator that is designed to look exactly <laughs> like an Xbox Series X? That is, to so me, dumb. the most disgusting. That is a horrible, horrible marketing, d- disgusting mess of a story. I hate so, it. So here's the thing. If I were to win an Xbox Series X from like Taco Bell or something, I would sell it. If I were to win an Xbox Series X fridge, I would keep that. Of course you would. Because <laughs> it's still a fridge. The fridge <laughs> is more useful than the Xbox Series X because it keeps things cold. <laughs> it does its job. Does the Xbox Series X keep things cold? Do we know that for sure? But- it does. The uh, it probably warms it up. Yeah. So it's like a microwave. 
but worse. Uh, it's more like a grill, I guess. It's like an ineffective Hopefully microwave. It's not, <laughs> it it's better like not a, be radiating. It's like a George Foreman. <laughs> Just don't step on it. It's like a but like Snoop Dogg is in the advertisements uh, for the Xbox Series X, so it's like the Snoop the Snoop Dogg Foreman grill. Well, wasn't he also in the Spyro commercials? Snoop Dogg? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was like an Aspyro related thing. That seems like not a very good match, but what do I know? <laughs> Literally I mean, anything with Snoop Dogg any, is yeah, not a good match. Snoop Dogg matches with anything. Aww. I don't know what you're talking about. We should get Snoop Dogg to promote bombers. You know, if we did it right. And you know we what I would. really like? Bombers with my with my corona. With my well, corona, I'm the chillest I'm the chillest high. guy on the beach. Listening to bombers hanging out with my friend. Who I who I probably don't know. What you sound more like you're coming from rural Nebraska. <laughs> Join. Yeah, we we've looped back to Discord again. <laughs> I'm going out into the field and catch me a pig, drinking my Corona on the beach, smoking a corn cob pipe with the bombers. All right, let's let's go on. Four twenty, yeah, blaze that corn cob joint. Yeah. So uh, what what are we what are we doing for the rest of this episode? Well, you want we did the some of the questions first, or Ooh. we could recap. We could questions. Ooh. I don't care. Questions. What's on the, the what, what's on the freaking document? Just read off that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I asked we, nice we questions. Have, You're in charge. We have finished recap, but uh, I don't want to talk about that yet. I want to get to the questions. Yes, let's do some questions. We'll come back to the minish recap later. Yeah. So questions. We got a bunch of new questions from our rabid listening fans i like, don't even know which one to start with start with Raven, the ones at the Raven. end because because one one person asked like a hundred questions and uh the other you know who you are yeah you know who you are and 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 really we only got a couple questions from other people so start with those questions from the other people and then we'll do the the lots of questions from one dude at the end all right first question from himaru if nintendo's of the show himaru. Next... may i continue <laughs> No, no. Friend of the show, I'm going to keep interrupting. If Nintendo's next, I told you that I would game... keep interrupting, and I'm true to my word. I can't believe this is only one question. Well, I guess. Well, I technically, there's like question three marks. questions in it. Yeah, it's well, well, it's that. one multi-part question. Yeah. So, if Nintendo's next gaming, true hardware, to my word, I have decided no. to interrupt another time. <laughs> I'm going to mute. Speak. Okay, go ahead. Read the. Qu- <laughs> I promise, I won't interrupt this time. <laughs> I can't keep it straight. He promised. He, he promised. Read it. All right. I didn't say if that the Nintendo's... others wouldn't interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> but then you interrupt. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I can't keep a straight face anymore. All right. If Should I ask it? If Nintendo's next gaming hardware release had no new games, but was just a streaming device to play any official release from their entire catalog... NES to Switch, would you buy it? Okay, stop right there. Okay, we'll an- we'll answer this part first. My answer is no. I would not buy a essentially a virtual console Nintendo device. No, I wouldn't do that. No. I'm just going to quickly define what it means by streaming device for our listeners. This would be a device that we don't actually have the games physically downloaded onto the hardware. It's where we would be Streaming it from some server far away. I mean, that's even worse, but it's still no. Yeah, like Nintendo Stadia, I guess, would be the best. Nintendo Swadia. 
So here's the thing, like, if it was cheap, which it easily could be because it doesn't need to be very heavy or anything. Yeah, I think it depends on, I, I'm gonna have to, now that Zyber has said that, I'm thinking about it, and I bought the stupid minis, so I, yeah. might, I might buy this depending on the price point. Like, if it was $50, definitely. If it was $100, I could maybe wait to see if it goes cheaper. If it was $50, absolutely. If it was $100, it depends on if it comes with like a subscription fee or anything like that. Anything above 100 nah, I'm out. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, is there subscription to be able to play all these games, or do we have to like individually buy all the games still? Do you pay a subscription per which console you want to be able to access? I would just never buy the NES then. Yeah, right. I mean, my question is, this is something that they literally can already offer with the Switch, but they don't. So it's yeah in my in my mind it's it's kind of a ridiculous question anyway no offense Himaru just because it, this is something that they are essentially already they already have the capability to give us and they're not and and the only reason that I subscribe to Nintendo Switch Online which gives me NES and Super NES games is so that I can play Tetris 99 I'm not on there playing Super Nintendo games because I can play those on my Wii U I've already bought them or whatever my 3DS yeah I have not touched those the Super Nintendo and the NES stuff haven't. There's no them. point. They haven't given me anything new that I don't already have. I like There's... the second part of this question. Okay, okay. Re- second part. Well. So, yeah. For you to purchase, would it have to include all third-party games, or would you still buy if it was just all first-party releases? Was the the rest that you didn't read there? Oh, I and think that also just depends on the price. I mean, that really brings up an interesting question over the licensing in general, and once you realize that. Yeah, they're probably only going to offer the things that they actually own. No, I'm not going to buy that. I've, I've, that has changed my answer upon realizing <laughs> it's not the entire catalog. It's just the stuff that Nintendo has the licenses to put the streams out right, for. Right, but the second part of the question or, is asking if it if it's hypothetically possible for them to include all third-party releases, then then would you buy it? And then I think you do have to change your answer, at least I do, because then you're giving me access to something that I may not already have the ability to access. Say a Conker's Bad Fur Day right. type situation. That game's kind of hard to play. If you don't have a Nintendo 64 or an Xbox One, you can't play Conker's Bad Fur Day. So, yes, I think that that's an interesting proposition now. And uh, I would definitely yeah, consider I mean, it at that if point. You are, if it were to include every single game that has come out for all of this... Nintendo any consoles, Nintendo system. that would be worth an absorbent amount of money, I think. Right. I mean, you can't. You can you even put a price on thousands of games released over like a thirty-year span? Not really. Because just the Wii has like one thousand something. I forget the number. Well, I mean, you. Well, here's the funny. You definitely thing. want to play Ninja Bread Man on the go. When it comes, when it oh, comes that's to just that, physical cop. That's just physical games too. That's not even including all the shovelware and the NES like. Remember the NES like unlicensed stuff? Is that going to include that if we're throwing in third party? Yeah. All of the, you know. Well, here's one thing to consider: if you're talking their entire catalog, you're you are also talking about getting to stream Virtual Boy games. Oh well, that's I mean that's you sold you sold me right there. I saw <laughs> you know I saw a Virtual Boy in, in a store for like four hundred dollars, and it was so hard not to buy it. And that would have been like the worst purchasing decision I've ever made. And I bought a Game Boy Micro last week. Okay, I make bad choices. I almost bought a Virtual Boy. I played Virtual Boy. It's a lot of fun. I came really close to purchasing the NES satellite add-on that literally is nothing. 
because their the satellite system isn't even up anymore. So that I argue that's worse than a Virtual Boy because you might even be able to actually play the Virtual Boy. Maybe, maybe. All right, next you question. You forgot the third part. I want to play Waterworld we, on the, the Nintendo part. Virtual Console <laughs> system. I want to play Waterworld on Virtual Boy. Next question by Jank Spanky. What movie did you love as a child and then hate once you grew up and saw its flaws? Hmm. See, I don't that, have an actual answer to that. That that implies that any of us grew up, which I I don't know about that. I don't know. I take issue with that. This is a tough question for me when you use the word movie. Can I alter it and say what video game that I love as a child and then hated when I grew up and saw its flaws? <gasps> because this is a, yeah, let's do this it. Is a let's video do games it. podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, and, and I know Jank Spanky is not going to like my answer. I'm going to say Banjo-Tooie. <laughs> Uh, this is a game Ooh. that I thought was just the best freaking game ever when I was a kid because it was so big and there was so much to do and the worlds were sprawling and connected and fun. And then I just realized when I got old, I'm like, oh my God, this is tedious. Big, that was the first example I can think of is bigger is, of bigger is not always better. Um, they really screwed up, I think, with, with that game. They, they needed to make the worlds more compact and just pack them with stuff to do rather than make them these huge, big, spread out things uh, that just, man, that, that's a beast of a game. Not in a good way. Bloated. If we expanded it from movie and not just to video game, but just to media in general, I'd be like, there's a lot of kids shows, like TV shows and cartoons, that have not aged. Or well. what about like pop music that you liked in the er, the mid two thousands? You know, like oh, like goodness. Avril Lavigne. That has that has enough of a um, nostalgia factor that it sort of sticks around. I think, but like, it, go back and try and watch the original releases of Digimon. Bad. It is still or great. Bakugan. What are you talking you, about? Are you talking about? Yeah, I'm, I've been watching the remake of Digimon, and it's well, yeah, really you've boring. been watching the remake. I'm talking. No, about I'm. I'm saying I'm watching the remake, and I think it's terrible. <laughs> the original dub Digimon for me, it would be was Sonic. all about that. As the, a kid. the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, or whatever it was. The TV show, you know, Sonic said with, uh, Steve Urkel as the voice of Sonic. Whoa, Jaleel. they really had Jaleel White as the voice of Sonic? That's amazing. Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I, I had no idea. That's <laughs> Sonic Sat AM. That was the good one. As opposed to the other yeah. one that was not the good one. The one where he talks about there's, there's, uh, there's eating three chili, chili dogs all the time. Yeah. There's three ba- different shows. Basically, imagine Sonic the Hedgehog as Steve Urkel. Like, Steve, Steve Urkel is Sonic the Hedgehog, and instead of him saying, did I do that, he says... I'm I mean, gonna have some, some chili, chili dogs, <laughs> and there you go. Whoa, tails. That is the premise. Here, okay. So, Family Matters, where every time Steve Urkel comes in, he says, "I need to get some chili dogs." <laughs> There's a show. There's your show. Right. Revive that. <laughs> well, my answer for the 21st century. My answer to the question is that I didn't really grow up and realize that I hate things. It's more like I grew up and realized that I'm allowed to hate things. Reminds me of when my dad would take me out to watch the Michael Bay Transformers movies Oof. because he enjoyed them and that was a bonding experience. And then after the third one, I was finally all like, hey, dad, can you please stop taking me to these? <laughs> dad, these Transformers movies are ruining our relationship. They're doing the opposite of what you wanted, just so you're aware. I hate you now. 
I remember in the for fir- these movies in the first movie. That is the reason I hate in him. the first movie, which I saw <laughs> in theaters in like what was it, two thousand five or six? I saw that movie yeah. with with my aunt, and there was a very awkward masturbation joke in it. And at that <laughs> moment, I knew I can never do anything with my family ever again. Like it's over. The entire family, just throw it out. Yep. Yep. I think it's time to move on to yeah. some new questions. <laughs> I, please. All right, we have a bunch of questions from Nelthane. Thank you, Nelly. It's the Nelthane. I'm going to get started Don't with call uh, Nelthane Nelly. That's a rule. Yeah, that's rude. I, don't know I know. I, I said Will, it, Willie Nelthane, facetiously. So I'm going to start with this one. The bomber's crew is suddenly stranded in the middle of nowhere, a temperate forest, for the sake of argument. Who is assigned uh, what? to what task? Instead of a desert island. So yeah, it's not a desert island or like a zombie apocalypse scenario. We're just in a temperate forest. Uh, it's yep. it's fine. We, not, got, we got lost in the woods. It's like Hatchet with uh, by it's Gary Paulson. Woods. Like I'll be the kid who is in charge of uh, of uh, the Hatchet. Of uh, yeah, the Hatchet. So you're gonna take down the moose for us? Yeah, dude, that moose that was an intense scene in that book. Uh, I, I vote that Piddle is in charge of swimming down to the airplane to get our supplies. Oh, no. I like that yeah, scene, too. Well, that was a good book, man. You're a, sw- you're a swimmer. The sequels were you're stupid, stuck. though. Yeah, they're not really even canon. Here, I thought that my role would be you guys play Super Smash Brothers, and I just pretend that I am all the characters at once. So you're just going to beat yourself up? You're just going to punch yourself in the face a bunch for our amusement? Exactly. I can get behind this. I don't understand the direction in which this question has gone. What's the next question? <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> I would try to build shelter. That's you also role. you also didn't read the end, which is no one is allowed to eat each other yet, which I'm glad he included that yes. because that was going to be my first thing. It was I was like, okay, well, first thing, I'm going to eat everybody. Uh, then after that, we'll figure out what to do. But uh, I'm glad that he specified because that was definitely the direction I would have taken this question. Well, you don't want to eat us right away. Like you want to kill us first, and then you know make some jerky. No, no, no. Eat alive. You gotta let, you gotta let... Y- fresh meat. You have to eat each other alive. But then you're out of food. It happened in Hatchet. Yeah, but as long as you keep as long as you keep the gnaw points clean, uh, the body stays lo- fresher longer if it's actually pumping blood through it. So. You know, put that in your corn cob pike and four twenty it. Those were words. Let's <laughs> move on to some other words. Some other words that form questions. What's a snack junk food that you love that has been discontinued? Pfft, Taco Blue Bell menu. Raspberry crush. crush. <laughs> the the entire Taco Bell menu, another good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I have an answer. I think uh, Mountain Dew Zero Sugar has been discontinued. I haven't seen it anywhere. It appears to be gone. Mm, huh. And I love that. Nutrageous bars. Does do they still sell Nutrageous bars? I have not seen one for like 15 years. I don't know about that. I loved those things. I have not seen one basically since I graduated high school. Do they still make uh, Nutrageous? Bugles? Do they still make bugles? Yeah, I think yeah, they bugles do. exist. No, the last job I had, they had bugles in their store to buy at. But when was your last job? That was a year ago. Sam's Club used to have Tabasco popcorn that I really liked. I don't know if they still do that. Apparently you can buy Reese's Nutrageous candy bars on Amazon. <gasps> 
twenty dollars well, for a box of them, which comes with a ton of them, actually. Well, this podcast has been very uh, fruitful for me. Uh, probably won't be around next week. Probably in a diabetic coma. So uh, it's been it's been fun, guys. You gotta come up with a new answer now that we've found out they're not discontinued. No, I'm sticking with it. I think I would just go with Surge. But that came back too, they, so. I mean, they brought that back too. Yeah. How about Mr. Pibb? They technically haven't brought that back. Ooh. Who is Mr. Pibb owned by? Is Mr. Pibb now owned by Dr. Pepper? Or is that not a thing? It's pretty sure they're different. RC Cola. I don't know. No, because P- Pibb was owned by Coke. It's Coca-Cola. Yeah. yeah. It's still Coke. Who knows? Coca-Cola knows. This says that Mr. Pibb was discontinued as of June 26th, 2001. But I feel like I've had Mr. Pibb more recently than that. I don't feel like this is You've accurate. You've had Pibb Extra. Pibb Extra. That doesn't sound like Completely a real thing. thing. It's, <laughs> it as of 2020, it's sold in bottles, cans, and two-liter bottles. Pibb X-T-R-A. I'm opposed it's to all, all of that. I don't want, I don't want any of, anything to do with Pibb Extra. It's, it's new Pibb. It's crystal Pib. Like crystal Pepsi. Crystal Pibble. Pibble. Yeah, Pibble. That's the pop I want to drink. All right, Pibble, what's the next question? Let's do one more question, if then let's you do woke minutes up recap. In the middle, yeah, if you woke up in the middle of the night during a thunderstorm and after a night of horror movies, who would you be more scared of to see at the foot of your bed? Ronald McDonald or the Burger King? Okay, here's what I have to say about that. Why does this one question have such think... a crazy-ass preamble? Like, why does it need to be the middle of the night? Like, why can't it just be, like, who are you more scared of? Why does it need to are, be this highly setting, specific scenario? We are setting the scene. We're set the stage. I'm opposed so here's to the scene. question. Here's the thing. Obviously, the Burger King that is going to be at the foot of your bed is going to be the Burger King from those Burger King commercials with the plastic mask. Sneak the King, as we like head. to call it. Yeah. Sneak King, as he is colloquially known. You would think that that would be the scarier one, but honestly, if I woke up and saw that Burger King at the foot of my bed, I'd be like, ah, yep. Should have known. Usually usually Burger King is like delivering food to people in the commercials, so like, does he have food with him? Because that's unclear. (laughs) If he has food, I'm not really scared. I'll be like, oh, I'm just in a commercial. But Ronald McDonald, I mean, it could be anything. Like, it doesn't say whether they have a weapon. It doesn't say... Like, it doesn't say if Ronald McDonald is in his clown makeup. What if he's just, like, a guy, and he's, like, just robbing you, and he's out of character? So what? would you be more afraid of a random guy or someone dressed up as Ronald McDonald? What if it's a guy dressed up as Ronald McDonald, everything except the makeup, but he's got the big yellow suit on? Well, then I'd just the, be the disappointed. Red curly hair. If there's a serial killer going to kill me, I want him to be in the full dress-up. <laughs> you have some pride in your work, dude. I'd be more afraid of the Burger King just because the idea of like someone with this that plastic head on just means more terrifying than just a guy in the clown makeup. But again, the question is: Does he actually is he delivering food to you, or is he holding a knife? Is it um, just is Ronald she... McDonald, or is it the entire I mean, McDonaldland if... crew? <laughs> if I if Grimace no shows exist. up in my bedroom at night, I'm jumping out the freaking window. That's it's over. <laughs> I'd be gone. I'd be completely freaked out if it was a hamburger with his giant bag. Mayor McMuffin. But you're right? not in danger if the hamburger comes to get like the hamburger is only after your burger. He's not after Man. you. Like you're not. I, nobody really knows go what Grimace wants for an M-rated McDonald's themed game. Man burger. <laughs> Mayor McCheesy. That's his name. 
Mayor McCheesy sounds like a, a jolly fellow. I've never is he uh Mayor McCheese? He has a hamburger as a face yeah, or a he, head. I feel like he'd be the easiest to deal with because you could just eat your way through his body. Do you think the hamburglar has gone after Mayor McCheese before? Like is he like does he try to steal the mayor? I've only ever seen one of their cartoons. Through commercials. No, like they they had cartoons. That's, Some of this official McDonald's art of Mayor McCheese is just horrifying. <laughs> You why know, would you um, ever? Why would you ever like the hamburger to be your mayor? That just seems like bad judgment on the okay, voters. Like, have you seen any of their official art of everything? Well, you know, actually, originally the McDonaldland crew was the McDonald's stealing HR Puffin Stuff's entire shtick because they tried to get a licensing agreement to advertise with them. It didn't go through, so they just took all of those characters and put hamburger stuff on them. I don't know who that is. Oh, show my age. A little. It's before my time is the funny part. <laughs> well, we're showing our age just talking about these characters that don't exist anymore. I think the Burger King Burger King is still a highly relevant character. Like there was a recent commercial where he was delivering food to college kids, and that's what I'm talking about. Like it, talking... he was delivering them breakfast, and I'm like, again, yeah. If if he woke me up and he had breakfast, I'd be like, all right, give me those French toast sticks. I like those. I mean, there's there's Burger King games as recently as what the 360. Yeah, Sneak King, Bumper King. I mean, there's the McDonald's games too. I mean, they're a little older, like uh, like um, Mick Kids. I think was the NES game. I, th- I think they had more than that too. Yeah, that's older. I'll look into it. It's, it's very important. Yeah, but have they have they released anything recently? I don't think so. Neither company has really. I mean, I think there's a lot of money to be made on video games based around fast food mascot characters. Pepsi uh, Man. Pepsi Man. I still want to see the um. Fast food gaming icon Smash Brothers ripoff with like Wendy's fighting the Colonel oh, fighting my goodness. the King. Who would be your main character in a fast food brawler? I mean Wendy, obviously. Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy. R- really? Yeah. I, f- I really feel like I feel like Long John Silver with that giant freaking machete thing would have a really it would good be advantage. Jack. Absolutely, Jack. Oh, from Jack in the Box? Like with oh, yeah. he could like throw his pointed hat and impale people on it. Yeah, he would be terrifying. Be like clay fighters with him. Oh no, is that no one would want to be the cow? Oh, from Chick Fil A. No, we, yeah, that, but that, I'm imagining Wendy. Included. I'm imagining Wendy just you know running around with that creepy smile on her face the whole time, memeing on people. I think Wendy's kind of attractive. Well, that got weird. <laughs> What's the next question? Let's hurry, get hurry quick before we think about it. We're going to move on from the questions because they, they... It's too late. We are veering into some weird territory, especially with Spiegel. Instead, let's talk about some games we've actually played or media that we've consumed. This is the Minish I'm not recap. the only one who has Wendy Rule 34 images on my computer. I guarantee you there's at least two of us who are in the same... So the Minish Recap, um, this week obviously has been... This past week was uh, Halloween week, so I was playing some spoopy games and some Halloween event games this past week. So I loaded up the Apex Legends Halloween event, played a little bit of that with Zyber. It was fun. It's sort of like a take on the zombies mode thing, except the players are zombies. So when you die, you come back. Um, I also played a little bit of Phasmophobia, and I... I'm reminded why I don't like scary games. Because I immerse myself way too much into the game. I have never heard of this. 
And when I read it, I thought of Phantasmagoria, which was like a point and click on the PC in the 90s. Oh, I remember that one. I thought of Fantavision, which is a PS2 launch title where you explode fireworks. You purchased that recently. I did. I was thinking of Fantasy Star Online. I have that too. Less (laughs) scary. (laughs) So, Deg, Phasmophobia, tell us about it. So, you know those, like, Ghost Hunter TV shows where people go into places and yell at ghosts and they're like, come haunt me, I'm not scared, and then they scream and run away? It's no. like that, but a video game where the ghosts are real. So you, you you and three other friends are investigating ghosts, you walk into the house with your different ghost hunting tools and whatnot, and it has voice recognition in the game itself, so that as you're talking, the ghost responds to you, you can, like, Ouija board and stuff, and eventually the ghost starts killing you, and then you get scared and run away. Or if you're me, you just don't go into the house because I, I'm I really just am not good with scary things. How are you going to play Resident too... Evil? Probably but... not. <laughs> just well, then that's it. fine. I'll just be the one to go in the house. Yeah. Hey guys, how does Mario summon departed spirits? A Luigi board. Uh... Did I get it? Okay, <laughs> I had to think about it. Gosh, <laughs> <shady>. <laughs> yeah. Luigi. So he murdered his brother and turned him into a plank and wrote letters on it. Dag, tell us about uh, some right. of these other oh my things God. we've been doing because we're running out of time here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I played some more Doom Eternal and I'm really mad at it and I ranted a little bit about this on stream, but... Yeah, you don't uh, like Doom Eternal. It, What's going on? I'm mad about it. The They took the boss fights of those like Hi, I, I can only be hurt during this small one-second window during the fight, and the rest of the time I'm invulnerable. And they started adding those enemies into, like, normal parts of the game. It completely ruins the flow and the fun of what Doom Eternal is, which is run around and shoot things. And now you have to, like, pay attention to this one guy and try and space him out and wait for him to attack you so you can attack him. And it's it, it it's not good. That's that is a say. bummer. It's, it's, yeah, that's that's not very, it's not very depressing. Just pumping lead into your enemies that's not yeah. doom that's like bad gears of war boss fight stuff it's exactly what it feels like it's it, it was it, like i was loving doom eternal i was straight up being like sweet another five out of five doom game and then these things started happening i'm like ooh, i don't even want to play this anymore i've, I've died against the one <laughs> enemy like 10 times and then had to turn it off and go back to 2016 and I played and beat the first level of Doom 2016 on Ultra Nightmare. And it was more fun than fighting that enemy on Ultra Violence in Doom Eternal. That's sad. Also, uh, started a new uh, tabletop RPG, so that's pretty fun. Yes, you're playing Cyberpunk. Yeah, it's uh, Carbon Numbers, I don't know. A uh, friend of the show, Admiral Plays, is the DM. And he's actually going to turn it into some sort of live play podcast thing, so... We'll see how that goes. That sounds sexy. How about you, Zyber? What you been playing? Well, I have been playing Kingdom Hearts mobile games, and I've also been reading them. Because I found a official novelization of Kingdom Hearts Key, which was actually a mobile brow- or a browser game that they then turned into a mobile game. Does Kingdom Hearts come up with any original stories, or are they all just based off of fan fiction at this point? Just out of curiosity. Um, the entire series is fan fiction, Spiegel. It's, it's been fan fiction thing. from the start. Yeah. And, and with uh, Sora, Sora's OC Don't Steal. 
Ever so since cool Nomura this... took it over, or whatever his name is, I can't remember. My Immortal featuring remember, Sora and, and Riku. <laughs> so what's cool about these mobile games, though, is that you play as like your own character and stuff, and so in the novelization... OC uh, don't steal. No, it's the novelization of a game where you, it's your character. So I was just like, oh, is it going to be like a first-person narration? Well, no, it's actually... Or I thought, I sorry, I thought it was going to be a second-person narration, but no, it's actually a second-person narration off of the first-person narration of your. Um, That's too many what, people. Wait, what, what, like I, most uh, Kingdom Hearts. I can't, I can't, I can't keep track anymore. So basically, the little pet thing you call Chirithi that assists you is the one narrating the book. Does he have his own always... pet pet? And does that pet pet have a pet pet pet? Yes. Which one is the nobody and which one is the heartless and which one is the somebody and which one is pet pet the pet. other the pet and You are the somebody and you kill the heartless and nobody's don't exist in this era yet. Yeah, it's cool and it goes through all the Keyblade War stuff and it's really sad <laughs> and Spiegel's face sums it up. I'm not even looking at your faces and that's why. You know that what? This could this could be the description of literally any Kingdom Hearts game. That's right? the sad thing about this. Except it's not the other Kingdom Hearts games make much more sense with less words. I can't yeah, argue yeah. with that. I mean, I don't yeah. understand anything <laughs> you just said about this game. Uh, it makes me want to play Birth by Sleep, though. I will say that. On my, new, about this on my new PSP that I bought this week. Speaking of bad oh, purchasing decisions. You are full of them. Tell me about uh, this other game you played, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Yes, I want to yes, hear about this, so too. It is a terrible name because Crash Bandicoot 3 warped was about time. Boo. So it's Crash Bandicoot 4, which was made by Toys from Bob, who did the Spyro uh, reimagined trilogy. And they did the Skylanders games, too, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Huh. So Claim to fame right there. I think it's pretty great. Um Instead of having like a warp room and stuff, they go back to the original games, just follow a line of circles, levels, till you get to the end. And um, they tried very hard to make it, you know, a $60 current gen game. Um, They gave a bunch of levels, they gave you plenty of reasons to go back to the levels. Instead of just getting one gem for breaking all the boxes, there's now six gems although four of them are basically just breaking all the boxes then you also have a don't die more than three times and a there's a random hidden gem somewhere in the level sometimes it's extremely obvious where it is sometimes i need to look it up because i've scoured the entire level and can't find it uh i beat the story and stuff uh it was really great and so now i am taking my time going and trying to 100 percent it and it's really difficult I recall the original Crash Bandicoot games being incredibly difficult, uh, particularly in the the side-scrolling platforming sections I had a lot of trouble with. Does this game follow in that same tradition of being incredibly difficult like the first three games, or is it more of a Crash Bandicoot for a new generation where it's sort of like Mario Odyssey? There's no lives. There's no like game overs. You just kind of play the game. Yeah, so this game, it also doesn't have lives, although it'll keep track of how many deaths you have in a level. Although there is a retro mode so that you can have lives if for whatever reason you want to. If you want to make your life more miserable in 20... As though 2020 wasn't sucky enough, you can turn on lives in a platforming game. 
yeah. So I'd say if you're trying to like get all the boxes as you're going through the level, then it is extremely difficult and sometimes infuriating. Um, if all you're trying to do is get to the end, um, I think it's difficult enough if you want to be, you know, having a difficult platform, but I don't think it's too terrible. Overall, 60 bucks worth it? Wait for a sale? I think it is worth it. Yeah. Okay, wow. All right, that's a that's oh. a big... Uh... That's a big deal for a platformer, a 3D platformer in, in 2020, I think, because the, the last one that I can recall playing that I would say was worth full price is probably Mario Odyssey, and before that, probably Mario Galaxy 2. They just don't make I'm, a lot I'm of I'm with money. you there. Well, yeah, you, you've got all the Donkey Kong Country not a third, not, not a three, uh Not a 3D platformer, though. That's true. Yeah. Um, like, the few issues that I do have with the game involves just the collectathon it is uh, but if you just want to go through the game regularly then i highly encourage it it's the the gameplay of it is really well done um and they actually make it easier to jump on a ledge than like other games i've noticed a few times where i'm not actually on the ledge but it just kind of pushes me to be on the ledge anyway is the game using the same like hitbox stuff that the that the remastered trilogy used because i know that was a big problem for pretty much all of us i think no it's a completely different system okay yeah it's, and that's uh, probably just because like toys from bob uh they worked on the port to the switch for the crash trilogy but they didn't make the actual crash trilogy remake i was just looking through all the games that toys for bob has made and they are an interesting bunch <laughs> yeah go ahead and read some of them off i again the skylanders games right and then what else so they got started in 1990 Whoa, with Star really? Control. Did not know that. Followed by Star Control did. 2 on 3DO and MS-DOS. Then The Horde, 3DO, MS-DOS, and Sega Saturn. <clears throat> then Pandemonium. I don't know if you, any of you have uh, played that one. I've played Pandemonium. Pretty mediocre 2.5D platformer on PlayStation. Not Not terrible, but not great. Then we got some additional PlayStation games, The Unholy War and Banjoko Daisakusen, Little Witching Mischiefs. What? (laughs) Yeah. Then we've got a bunch of Disney games, 102 Dalmatians, Puppies to the Rescue, Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure, Madagascar, Tony Hawk's Downhill Jam, followed by Madagascar Escape to Africa. Escape to Ugh. Africa, the number two. The number two. Just to be the clear, that's how you know and, it's a sequel. And then they had their big hit, Skylander, Spyro's Adventure. And the rest of the Skylanders. Yep. Yeah, so when did they get bought by Activision? Oh, well, good question. They, they were make, Skylanders was an Activision property, uh, so you just uh, had to right kind of work backwards from there, I guess. 2005. Does that mean that, uh, Activision that Activision years. technically holds the right to any Pandemonium reboots? Because I feel like that's probably next in the cards since Activision likes revisiting its old properties and not really changing them in any meaningful way except up the graphics and just re-releasing them. You never know. Supposedly, Star Control is a really popular PC game. So maybe that. That would assume that Activision has any level of respect for its PC gaming crowd, which it clearly does not. No, it does not. At any rate, Zyber, you've been playing a demo that came out this week. 
Yes, the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity demo. I highly advise playing it. I mean, like, especially if you are on the fence of whether or not you want to buy the game, definitely get this to try it out. I think it's a lot better than the original Hyrule Warriors, and I'm very excited for it to come out completely so I can continue it, because you just do the first chapter, and then you can continue on with the actual game. Spiegel, you put like 200 hours into Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, how is it better than the original Hyrule Warriors? I have a hard time envisioning what a better Dynasty Warriors game looks like if it's not Hyrule Warriors. So it takes a lot of things from Breath of the Wild, like it has crafting, it has cooking. Um, All things that I, really... I loved, that I loved in uh, Breath of the Wild and similar games. Okay, but basically it gives you more stuff to do outside of just the Dynasty Warrior battles. Okay. So like, so it's one chapter that you play, but that includes two regular battles, three challenges, which are like many battles where you're supposed to do specific things. And then there's just a bunch of, hey, do you have these items? Well, great, you can unlock a piece, a heart container for a person, or like one of their, um, like attack combos. And then there's also stores that you can unlock to buy stuff from. And then I really enjoyed the, the like smithing, weapons together stuff compared to, the weapons how they worked in the original Higher Warriors. It was a little and awkward also, in that game, yeah. Yeah, and then so you can play as Zelda, Impa, and Link, and the three of them felt refreshingly different from each other. Because I remember in Hyrule Warriors, either they were basically the same thing or really completely different in a way where you might not like how different they play. There were certain characters in Hyrule Warriors that were just excruciating to play as. Like I, like Zant, I did not like. I didn't yeah. like Midna. He sucks. Yeah, Zant was... Pff, man, I had to play as Zant. I, had, I was moving on to a different level. And then it also includes like the four abilities you get the Sheikah Slate, and all three characters had different versions of what those abilities did. I mean, they basically do the same thing, but the way you attack with them are different. And so it just feels really well made, and hopefully it'll give us reasons to like play through it without you know feeling bored of just doing the same thing over and over. I am curious about it just because. Well, I didn't really enjoy the first Hyrule Warriors enough to keep playing it. But how much did I how much time did Breath you put into Wild. it? I just I I have to ask how much time did you put into the original Hyrule Warriors? Probably like four hours. That's it. Wow. That's yeah. I it just didn't grab me, and I think this one grabs me just because of how it ties into Breath of the Wild. Well, this yeah, is the, the lore we've been waiting better. For. Yeah. I'm a bit concerned about something that they show us in the cutscenes, but we'll just have to see. The Is it Daruk's little, voice uh, acting? You can say it's Daruk's, Daruk's voice acting. <laughs> uh, we haven't met Daruk yet. That's next chapter. All right. I'm going to have to try the demo and see what I think. How long is the demo? Have you finished it yet? Yeah, so like there is two side quest thingies that I didn't finish, like I didn't get the items for it, but I don't know where to find those items, so I've just stopped. And so it took me like definitely less than two hours, probably around one hour. Okay. <laughs> Someone say something funny so we can end this podcast.
something funny.